You guys know that I've joined the Motivated CEO podcast to the podcast Her Network. It's really been a game changer for the fast track to growing this podcast. And I am so excited to tell you that they are opening their doors right now for you to come and join too. If you want to learn more, join the founder, Joanne Bolt, and myself at the upcoming live masterclass, Three-Step Visibility Engine, by registering at podcasther.com forward slash masterclass. Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast, episode 200. Oh my gosh, how the heck are we on episode 200? I'll tell you why, having a podcast is something in a, I, I would have never thought in a million years that I would ever be doing, but I'll tell you why, I love it. I absolutely love it. And today I am going to be sharing with you three of my biggest lessons learned over the past 200 episodes. I still can't believe that. That seems so weird for me to say. So with that being said, let's go ahead and dive in. You know, the first big lesson that I have learned in recording all of these episodes is the clarity is so, so key. Clarity as to what do I want my business to look like? What do I want my podcast to look like? What do I want my home life to look like? What do I want? But here's the thing. It's a noisy world out there. There's so much information available to us. And that's a blessing and a curse because we think that we need to know more. We think we just need the next certification. We think we need to take another course. We think we need to go to the next latest and greatest platform or trend that everyone else is hopping on. But here's the thing. What do you want it to look like? Because at the end of the day, this is your business and you get to call the shots. And I'm guilty of getting sucked into the comparison mode, just like everyone else does. If you figured out a way to completely stop comparing your business to others, tell me, because I would love to know what the secret is to that. But I think honestly, the key to it is just the awareness that you're doing it so that you can stop because awareness is so key. But that's where we're giving our power away when we're trying to be someone that we're not, when we're trying to design our business exactly the way that someone else is doing it. But at the end of the day, you really, especially as a mom, need to consider the season of life that you're in. How much time are you realistically able to dedicate to your business? Because it can be done. You can totally build a business as a mom. But you need to respect your season and stop comparing yourself. So step one is just really getting crystal clear as to how do I want my business to run? 
Maybe that's, I only have two hours a week to dedicate to it. And that's okay. But what I want you to know is that it's probably going to take you a little bit longer to achieve the results when you're comparing yourself to someone that has kids in high school that are self-sufficient, that are driving themselves, that don't quote unquote need you as much. So really ask yourself, you know, what do I want this business to look like? What does success look like to me? What feels good for me? Because when you know the answer to this, when you are so crystal clear on what you are trying to achieve, you'll then be able to make a plan to get there. I firmly believe that when you know exactly where you are going, like, all right, this is my goal. You can reverse engineer any goal into as small of steps as you need to. This acts like your GPS. This will guide you in the right direction because now you have a plan to get you to that goal. And when you keep your head down, when you stay consistent, it adds up. It adds up and it's consistency taking the next step. We get so overwhelmed by the big picture that we forget everyone started at zero, myself included. Last year, when I hit record for the first time, I hit zero. Like there were no listeners. And then a couple months later, you know, my downloads kept multiplying and multiplying and multiplying. And by the time you're listening to this, now I've got over 10,000 downloads and If you're an experienced podcaster, that may not seem like a lot in the grand scheme of things. But to me, that's pretty darn awesome because I'm a very niched podcast. You know, I'm not Joe Rogan. I'm not speaking to the masses. I'm here for you. I'm here for you as a mom to help you grow your business. And I'm not going to be for everyone. And that's okay. But if I can impact the the life of one person, to me, it's worth it. So if you're listening to this, thank you. Thank you so much. And I think the hardest part about running a podcast is you don't know who's listening. You see those downloads, but you don't really know who's on the other side of the mic. So if you were listening to this, my DMs over on Instagram are always open. I would love for you to just let me know if an episode like hits home for you. Say hi, because to me, I'm totally a words of affirmation person. And that fuels me. Like knowing that I am impacting you fuels me. So pop on over and say hello. So number two, my next biggest lesson over the past 200 episodes is detach, detach from the outcome. Now this is hard. This can be really tricky to do. And again, being a words of affirmation person, I really went down the rabbit hole throughout my life of seeking external validation. But it was about two years ago that I was working with a mentor and she was like, you know, you really need to start viewing your business like an experiment. Whether you have successes, whether you have failures, whether you have silent launches, because all of those things are going to happen. That's reality. That is the reality of it. But when you view your business like an experiment, 
then you are able to realize like it's just data. The things that are working, all right, I'm going to double down on those things and I am going to really leverage them to achieve success. And the silent launches, okay, let's use that data. Let's see what can I do next time to make this better? What were those gaps? What were those holes in my messaging? What can I do better? Because honestly, any of the quote unquote failures aren't really failures. They're really valuable lessons. And honestly, I don't know about you, but my failures have taught me so much more than all of my successes combined. Every single one of them. So I challenge you to start taking a step back and looking at the data, your wins, your losses, your flops. It means nothing about you. You are absolutely amazing and you are so worthy of the success that you desire, but you have to be willing to detach. Because if you don't, you know what happens? You have a silent lunch. You think, oh my gosh, nobody cares about what I'm doing. Well, did you actually show up and talk about it? Like how many times did you talk about it? They've done recent studies now that have shown we have less attention, like less of an attention span than a goldfish. A goldfish for crying out loud. We're human beings. Like we can't pay attention longer than a goldfish. Are you kidding me? This is absolutely insane. So you have to repeat yourself. You have to be loud. You have to be noisy. And and in full disclosure, I'm an introvert. That was really, really, really hard for me for a long time to detach from the outcome and put myself out there and be vulnerable and be willing to be seen. It's scary. But you know what it is? It's my ego. It was my ego getting in the way. And I believe it was Chris Harder that said, you know, egos are biggest overhead. And if you think about it, that's true because we're constantly worried about judgment from others and how they're going to view us and what they're going to think of us. But here's the thing, their opinion of you really doesn't matter. It's your opinion of you. It's what you think of yourself. And that takes a lot of inner work. And honestly, the entrepreneurial journey has been the biggest personal growth journey of my life. What do you think? Has it been that way for you? It's absolutely crazy, crazy how much inner work it takes just developing that emotional intelligence, developing that resilience, developing that that inner confidence in yourself that, you know what, I have the solution to someone's problem. And because I have the solution to someone's problem, I have a responsibility to share it. Like I need to share it with the world because I have the solution. They need me. So I want you to start adopting that mindset and really take a step back and detach from the outcome. And then my third biggest takeaway, and this one's going to seem silly to you, and that's okay, but it's consistency. It is consistency. No entrepreneur ever wakes up 
one day, I'm going to start a business and then boom, the next day it is successful. There are wins, there are losses, there are challenges, there are so many obstacles, but we all started at zero. And I mentioned this earlier, but it is so, so true. It's all about taking action. You need to take that consistent action. And for me, the pivotal moment was when a mentor of mine said, you know, you need to start treating your business like a business. If you want this to be your full-time job, if this is what you really want, and again, that goes back to clarity, you need to treat it like a business. So that means having daily non-negotiables. That means having the discipline to do those non-negotiables, whether I feel like it or not. Because when I had my nine to five, if I didn't feel like going into work, well, guess what? I still went into work because I knew that, okay, if you have a certain number of call-offs, then eventually they can let you go. So why is this business any different? So it means really being intentional about my schedule, being intentional about what I say yes to, trying to stick to the boundaries that I set for myself. And yes, it's a challenge, especially in summertime. My kids are just coming back into the school year and summer is always a juggle. And for that reason, I don't record the podcast at all over the summer months because I've learned. I've learned that that doesn't work for me. But what I do is I batch. So before the school year starts, I double down. Or before the, yeah, before the school year ends, I double down so hard and prepare what I need to do. But again, I know exactly what I need to do. I reverse engineer my goal and I get there. I know the steps to take and I give myself a little bit of grace. For me, I don't want to be working 40 hours a week during the summer and that's okay, but I need to do things to make sure my business still functions, that I still have clients coming in, that I'm still taking action even during those summer months. And when we're we're consuming all of this information, a lot of times we forget to implement what we know and what we've learned. We get all these ideas, but we get stuck there. We get stuck with just an idea and we forget to take action. So I want you to really get clear on three daily non-negotiables for yourself. What can you be doing every single day to move the needle forward? And this is going to look different for each business. For me, I'll share my non-negotiables. Number one is lead generation. I'm actively engaging on social media. I'm actively pushing out content. I'm actively growing my network. Number two is networking, getting into those new rooms, getting in front of new people that I can collaborate with. I have built some of the best relationships with people I've been in networking communities with. And again, as an introvert, it wasn't easy at first because it was like, oh my gosh, who am I? Look at these people. Look what they're doing. Again, there you go. That ego's kicking back in. But no, I know that I have value to bring to the table. So let's collaborate with others. Let's link arms with fellow entrepreneurs that we can help each other and collaborate. And in helping each other, 
We all rise. It's the rising tide analogy, as cliche as it is. Collaboration has been the number one thing that has skyrocketed my success. Because what happens when you collaborate? You're sharing audiences. So you're sharing other people's audiences. Just like when I have a guest on this podcast, what does that do? My guest then shares it out with their audience. So then their audience is now aware of me, but I'm introducing them to my audience so that you, as my listener, are finding these new guest experts and maybe you're going to connect with them and they're the right person to help you grow your business. Because at the end of the day, I'm not going to be for everyone. I'm not good at everything. For example, if you have a product-based business, that's not my zone of genius. But I know so many women, they're absolutely geniuses at helping product-based businesses thrive. So again, it's all about the collaboration. Once you push that scarcity mindset to the side, really open yourself up to abundance, you'll grow. You'll grow so fast. It's amazing. Trust me, I know it seems counterintuitive, but it works. Collaboration works. And then my third daily non-negotiable is to show up, to show up and build community, celebrate my clients, give my clients the best experience ever. Because I think we Again, we go into that scarcity mindset. We think we need more, more, more. I need more clients. I need more followers. I need more listeners. But here's the thing. You have enough. Are you actually engaging with the followers that you do have? Are you giving your clients the best experience? Are you asking them, hey, who do you know who would be a good fit for me? Word of mouth referrals are still such a huge lead generation source. People forget about it. We're forgetting to nurture the community that is right in front of us. So there we have it. My three biggest takeaways. I'll tell you, this was such a fun episode to record. And from here on out, moving forward, I'm going to be dropping a solo episode every single Wednesday because as much as I love collaborating with guests, I miss being able just to talk to you, to share my wisdom, to share my knowledge, and to pour into you. Because at the end of the day, you're the reason that I'm here. So I'm going to be bringing you guest experts throughout the week, one solo episode on Wednesdays. But be sure to reach out and say hello. Let me know that you are there. If you ever have a topic that you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, tell me. If something made a difference to you or really hit home, share it so I can share you. Again, it's all about collaboration. I am so thankful for you for being here with me for 200 episodes. My gosh, it's again consistency. I started at zero and I just kept taking the next step after the next step after the next step. So mama, until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 